Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Off the Record with McKenzie Tippett. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays, happy new year, happy Thanksgiving because it's been since before Thanksgiving that we last talked. I know it's been that long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we going on, like two months? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. And I don't know why. I mean, partially I do. But another part of me was like, I don't know why you're not recording, Mackenzie. I literally have planned out a bunch of episodes and I didn't feel like recording because all of a sudden I got stage fright for recording my own podcast. Who? Who am I? I've never gotten stage fright for recording a podcast. Well, I did like off and on, but I never had any sort of like long-term anxiety. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I've just become hyper aware. Maybe it's, you know what it is? You know what it is? No, I don't know what it is. Mm -mm. I don't know why, but basically we're back now and I'm getting over it and it's fine. So welcome back to Off the Record. If you're a new listener, hi, hello, and welcome. You're a teen listener. Welcome back. Whatever. I'm super excited. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. What are we going to talk about? You just buckle in and hold on and you'll find out. Okay. Okay. Let's go. I literally cannot hear myself. Little deaf girl here. Anyways, um, caffeine. Let's talk about it. First up, Celsius has new flavors. I don't know all of them, but I know two of them because they're in my fridge right now because I bought them. They have a lime cucumber flavor and a um, grapefruit flavor. I think they're supposed to be more like sparkling water rather than juice like the other ones are. And hopefully they're not as sweet, fingers crossed, but I got them and I'm very, I'm very, very excited for them. So I'm going to go ahead and recommend them to you or give them a little shout out because I think that those of us who don't maybe like is things that are as sweet might enjoy these a little bit more anyways secondly caffeine so in the new year happy new year um i've been trying to be more frugal you know and i used to go and get caffeine every day there was like a period of time where last semester basically where i would go and get caffeine and i mean go drive spend money get caffeine every single day um not only was it draining to my bank account but it became very draining just you know to go out and drive all the time but here's the thing i love driving and it would more more so be draining because i knew i was going to spend more money but basically this girl on tiktok described it perfectly she was like i'm not addicted to caffeine i'm not addicted to coffee i'm addicted to the act of getting coffee and i agree i love waking up in the morning getting ready, putting on an outfit. It's motivational, basically, to get up and you're putting on that outfit. You're queuing up your little playlist of however many songs it takes for you to drive to where you get your coffee. I go to Dunkin' for coffee. You go to Starbucks for tea. By the way, London Fog Tea at Starbucks with two pumps of chai and almond milk. Good if you like tea. Anyways, back to the original idea. Basically, been trying to figure out how to make coffee at home that I will like. I've been going back and forth with it. Some days I, one time I tried like the regular coffee make creamer, didn't like it. But I'm fortunate enough to where I have a coffee machine in my building that I can get free coffee from. So I go downstairs and I'll choose, you know, you can choose hot or iced coffee. I'll choose iced coffee, get it. Sometimes I'll sit down there and I've tried to basically personalize my own coffee experience at home and make it as fun as possible without spending do you know what i mean basically we're trying to be more frugal and we're trying to make things we're trying to romanticize our life without it costing us money 
So I still wake up, still get ready, still do my little skincare, still do my little face mask in the morning. And then I go and I get ready and then I go get my coffee downstairs. And sometimes I'll sit downstairs, listen to a podcast, listen to whatever, play some solitaire. Yes, I'm a grandma. I will play solitaire and I do it voluntarily and for fun. I'm a grandmaster level, so you can't say I'm not good at it and it's not benefiting me in some way. Anyways, um, I'll sit down there and I'll do that and or I'll read. I'm a reader too. I'll get into my book recommendations. Dang. If you don't want to listen to me ramble, skip ahead like three minutes, you know? But anyways, um, so I've been doing that. And lately, my favorite combo is just regular black iced coffee with two scoops of plant-based vanilla protein powder. It's not too sweet, not too bitter. Anyways, that's my recommendation. That's my caffeine for you. My caffeine talk for you. But basically, I... I found that I enjoy it more when I have it in spurring moments. So now I've limited 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 it to getting caffeine twice a week. For some people that doesn't work. Some people they enjoy it every day. But anyways, if you're somebody like me and you just like it as a little treat, um, and you're trying to be more frugal about it, find ways to make coffee fun at home. Get yourself a little 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 what you what, what do you put what do you put on Sundays? Oh, come on. Whipped cream. Whipped cream. Get yourself some whipped cream. Get yourself some sprinkles. Make it fun. Make it fun. And that's what we're going to talk about next is like my rules for 2022. And one of my rules for 2022 is to size your life more because here's the thing. And I know it's cheesy. And Emma, Emma Chamberlain said it in her podcast one time that it is cheesy, but you have to find a way to romanticize your life. And here's why you should start it now rather than later, because or at least if you're in, in college right now, I think you should start it now because too often you can get tied up in the responsibilities of class, responsibilities, X, Y, Z, A, B, C, what everybody's doing, blah, 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 blah. I'm here to tell you right now, that's not going to be healthy. And you know it. And you're sitting here, you're like, well, Mackenzie, I don't have time. I don't have time to romanticize my life. Yes, you do. You can romanticize everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Don't sit. Don't sit there and shake your head. I know you're stubborn. Don't do it. Because I used to think that too. Until now, I'm, I sound like I've had some like major breakthrough. I haven't. But you just got to start doing it, and then you'll then you'll be like, oh wow, this is wow. You know, I'm not saying you're going to enjoy everything, but you can be, definitely make things more enjoyable. Not peak happiness enjoyable, maybe, but you know what I mean? I mean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Anywho, anyhow, basically, one of my rules is to take a hot girl walk. It doesn't have to be every day. You don't have to call it a hot girl walk. You can call it your, I don't know, walk, your, your energy walk, your reset walk, whatever you want to call it. But basically, a walk every day, whether that's outside, on the treadmill, what have you. And switch it up a little bit. Make a playlist for every time you go on a walk. Because you, you have to find these things to just make it enjoyable. And when I say walk every day, I don't mean just a class, okay? Set aside time where you're not thinking about what you're doing next. You're not thinking about, oh, I have to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three. You're not thinking about who's Ryan and why he's not texting you back, who he's texting. Like, you, you don't just stop. Those walks are your time, your mind time, your mindful time of stop thinking about everything else and just walk, literally just walk and listen to music, listen to podcasts, and only think about those things that you're listening to in that moment. Okay? Can you do that for me? Not for me even. Do it for yourself. And if you struggle with doing it for yourself, doing it for do it for future you. Okay? 
Okay. Because something that I've seen a lot recently, and one of the reasons I've decided to like romanticize my life more, and one of the reasons I'm promoting it to other people is not that I'm like some revolutionary philosopher or somebody who knows all the answers, has the key to anything, but basically I've been seeing, and I refer to TikTok all the time, but it's because it's I'm I'm on it a lot. So, you know, roll with it. I saw somebody um recently that I've not that voice crack like I'm a seventh grade boy, but um I've been seeing not only one person in particular, but a lot of different accounts of people talking about post-graduation life. And this might not apply to you if you're past graduation. It, may, or well, it, may, it does. I think it does. But preparing for post-grad life while you're still in college is important. And I don't mean that in the sense of applying to jobs, applying to internships, getting experience. I don't mean it like that. I mean it in the sense of your, your personal life. Because one day, you're not going to be around all the people that you're around right now. You're not going to live within a two-mile radius of everybody you know and want to hang out with. You're not going to be ruled and regulated by class schedules and a syllabus. You're going to have a job that has more long-term deadlines. You're going to be a part of a, a community where you might not know anybody. You live there, but you might not know anybody. And you have to learn how to go out and make those friends. You have to learn how to enjoy life on your own, too. Because... Yes, you could be by yourself, but it doesn't have to be lonely, if that makes sense. Finding things that you like to do by yourself and making fun of out of life by yourself is a valuable lesson to be learned by all of us because we're all going to face that one day of not being around everybody we know all the time. You're not going to have that group of friends. You might want to go out, but you might not have that group of friends to do it with. And you have to find a way to enjoy your life by yourself and so that you can go out and make more friends because you're comfortable with yourself. Get it? Got it? Cool. Anyways, one of the things that I think helps romanticize your life a lot too is guy, girl, they, them, whatever, flowers. Even guys like to get flowers, you guys. I know, shocker, hello. But Trader Joe's, $5 flower bouquets. Do it for, a, even if you do it for a friend, giving is sometimes way more exciting than receiving. And a lot of the times, I mean, more, majority of the time it is. But if you, like, going to Trader Joe's and getting yourself a little $5 bouquet of flowers, getting a $5 bouquet of flowers and giving it to somebody just because. It's, a, it's fun. Making other people smile is also a way to romanticize your own life because doing things for other people makes you feel good and it also makes somebody else feel good. And why not multiply the happiness? Anyways, I sound like one of those, one of those, you know who I sound like, but I'm not trying to sound like that. Person. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, um, my other rules for 2022. Find something to celebrate every day. Mm -hmm. And I do mean it. Whether it be something as mundane as, oh, it's Laundry Tuesday. That sounds dumb. I know. But what can you do while you're waiting for your laundry to switch it over to the dryer? Find something in there and, celeb and celebrate the fact, oh, it's Laundry Tuesday. That means I have to stay here. Oops, can't make plans. Oopsies, sorry, because I have to switch my laundry into the dryer. Oopsies, sorry, but make that time for you. Do it. Another thing, find something to try every single week or biweekly or month, whether that be something new from the grocery store, new snack, new drink. Like right now, I want to try, um, try and make crab rangoons because I've been seeing them everywhere. Um, find, a find a little something. That's new. Learn something new. Learn. I want to learn how to crochet and knit. I used to know how to do it, but I've completely kicked, kicked out of my brain. And I want to learn how to do it again because I want to knit one of those little hats for the summertime. You know? And also planning long-term future things to look forward to. 
whether that be planning like a an, an event with your friends long out into the future like long can mean few weeks months give or take whatever long means to you plan those out and that's ex- exciting cuz having something to look forward to gives you the motivation to complete every task up until then or at least it does for me personally and i recommend it one time my friend emma and i planned a trip to charleston we planned it way ahead of time and like in, we went in june we planned it in february or january i forget but having that to look forward to was like a motivation like okay okay it's getting closer it's like a countdown to a celebration and that's exciting anyways um one of the reasons that i came up with a list of rules for 2022 though is because of this account on tiktok <laughs> let's reference it again mackenzie why not called the jar it's this girl she makes rules all the time for random things and i think it's hilarious i think it's fun and exciting she'll make lists of things to look for in guys she'll make lists of how to go and properly treat your monday or how to treat your sunday she's like rules for sunday rules for the shower rules for going out with the girls rules for wine t- like she'll make a bunch of these lists and i think they're so cool i think they're cute and fun and exciting and rules are mere i like to live by the you know rules themselves are suggestions you don't have to follow them so rigidly unless it's a law then i kind of recommend that you do unless you're not in front of law enforcement and you think that you can get away with it in certain situations that doesn't apply to everything don't do drugs anyways um hmm oh yeah something else that i wanted to talk about i'm looking at my list and i've again just follow my scatterbrain for a minute here goals not resolutions okay resolutions are so annoying because here's the thing resolutions put kind of like this times time stamp on when you can become a certain person. Does that make sense? Waking up in the year 2022 and deciding all of a sudden that, and at least in my brain, this is how it translates. If I wake up and I were to say my resolution this year is, oh, let's 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 say what is my what would be like a not me sitting here not knowing anything. My resolution this year is, I don't know, just something 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 blah 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 blah. blah. In my head, resolution translate to, oh, you've never been that type of person or you've never been that person who has been able to achieve that until this year. It kind of is, it's it's almost self-limiting in my opinion because it also puts the pressure and a time limit on, oh, you have to do it this year. You have to get that far in this year. And it's more of a forcible thing than an enjoyable thing, right? And there's enough things in life that are forced or mandated. So you don't need to add that within your personal growth. You know what I mean? And so that's why I like to say goals, not resolutions, because goals are, you can make those up any day of the week, any day of the year. And it doesn't put a time constraint on completing it by next year. You can you can put that on certain goals that you have. You can say, I want to be able to run a marathon or not run a marathon. <laughs> not at least not for me. That was a lot. Um, I want to be able to run three miles by the end of June. You know what I mean? I And it, you can put things like that, but resolutions tend to be stuck to a certain year and they tend to be too rigid, in my opinion, of you were never that type of person until this year. And that's not the way to look at life because you've always been capable. You're just, you're just now finding the time to enact those capabilities and grow in those capabilities. And I think that's the way you should look at it. Anyways, you guys, welcome back to school. 
Mm-hmm. Class is in session. Again, cannot hear myself. Okay, here we go. Class is in session. It's a new semester. Good reset time. Not going to lie. For me, last semester, classes weren't necessarily hard. This semester itself, absolutely difficult because I don't like, I, I couldn't quite put my finger on why, but it just was. I think because it was my first semester back at school since pandemic. Because my first, and for I think a lot of us, or at least if you're a junior like me, your only real semester of college was fall semester freshman year. And we've, I, you've either been online or semi online. And under strict mandate since then. And yes, now for some, they're like, and still here where I go to school, there's strict mandates, you know, like mask in class and everything, but you're in person. And that for fall semester last, you know, it, I felt like a freshman all over again in some sense. Because also, not only was it my first semester at the school that I transferred to being on campus. I was online at the, at the school the previous semester, but last semester, my fall, and then the fall was my first on campus at the new school navigating that. And that was a whole new world, you know? And I did feel like a freshman all over again. And it, there was just something, there's something that in my head was so weird about being on campus again even though it not even like disregard the fact that it was a new place, just being on campus again and going to in-person classes, it felt, it, it just felt odd. Not, not in a bad way. It was just, I, it almost felt it. And I say, I say this and I think you might be able to rec to um, relate to this. It kind of felt like an out of body experience in a way. It was like, yeah, we're doing this. I'm glad we are, but it, feels really weird because I was still in this, like psychologically, I was still in this mindset of, you know, like what, like, of COVID and it, it just, I don't, like, I don't know how to describe it, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I, I, I don't, I really just don't know how to describe it, but this spring semester and this reset is the first year that we've that I've experienced of true college experience and being in person and being on campus. And a lot of for a lot of people, it's the same way. If you were a freshman, now sophomore, junior, this is your first time experiencing a full year of college, like like you're supposed to. If you at least if you were somewhere that's in person right now, and it's a it's it's. It's a little weird. It's a little weird because I feel like there's also there was also this psych there is this expectation also, and I think it's an unfair expectation for everybody to jump in and suddenly feel normal all of a sudden. And there was a very large disregard for I feel like the mental impact that COVID has on people and ex the expectation of going back into normal when at least in a lot of people's heads and we're still experiencing this pandemic, like what is normal? Because normal isn't ever going to be what it was supposed to be before everything happened, you know. I'm not trying to magnet like mag you know maximize COVID into something that was 
similar to like war or something like that, like having PTSD. It's not like that at all, but it's, there's so, there's something that's, I think even when it goes away, it'll still be there for anybody who experienced it, who was old enough to experience having their life kind of switched around. You know what I mean? And so there was this large expectation for things to go back to normal when we were, st- we're still wrapping our heads around, okay, how do we navigate this new, n- this new normal? Like, I don't really know how to describe it completely, but I have a feeling that people are going to relate to it and what I'm saying. And I think that even though nobody had been through something like this before, there was that expectation and I don't think it was a fair one. And I think that a lot of us are still trying to cling on and figure out what's going on. And this semester is the first time that I've felt, you know, kind of normal, going back into normal more so because it's it's what should have been happening had COVID not been a thing. We are supposed to have consecutive in-person semesters if you sign up for an in-person college experience. You're supposed to see your friends on the weekend. You're supposed to hang out with them. Yes, we still have to wear a mask, but it feels a little bit more normal. And that's something that's very exciting and I look forward to. And I'm excited about class now when I wake up instead of being really, really confused and really like feeling out of place. You're, I think maybe not everybody, but I feel like a lot of us are starting to regain our feet a, a little bit more this, this time around. And I'm excited for it and I hope it progresses even more. But the, the, I, I think that this semester is just, like, it's going to be such a healthy reset for a lot of people. And I feel like people, at least a, a foreseen trend that I see is people feeling comfortable all of a sudden in what they're supposed to be doing. Because I think that last semester, being the first semester, quote unquote, back for a lot of us was you were, you're kind of, you're, you feel like you're juggling for the first time and you, it's kind of like having beginner's luck when you, when you're juggling, except the balls are on fire. Mm-hmm. You're doing it. You don't know how you're doing it, but you have to keep juggling because if you don't keep juggling, then the balls are going to drop to your feet and you're going to catch on fire kind of thing. Like you have to keep going to class. You have to keep, you, you're expected to get these grades you have to perform to this certain level because if you don't, then bad things are going to happen. Anyways, I'm excited for the new semester. I have a new couch in my room. I have two pieces of furniture in my room that do not belong in here. And by belong in here, I mean they were not put in here by the apartment complex that furnished my apartment before I moved in. Mm-hmm. I have a mirror piece that I bought on clearance at TJ Home Goods, and I have a red couch. And I love my red couch. It is, to some people, the eyesore of my room. It's fine, but I love it. And if I want to change it up and I don't want it to be a red couch, I can throw a hospital blanket over it, which is just like a large blanket. But um, I can change that up if I want to. And I probably will because I don't want the couch to be damaged from sunlight. Because here is how old this couch is. The design inspiration is Victorian. And it was, I, that is, and it was made originally in... Civil War times, which is when when the um the style of the couch became popular, and it was refurbished in the nineteen thirties or forties. I want to say maybe before that, and my parents got it. I think either I think they had they either got it from an antique shop or it was given to them. I don't I don't know, but they were going to get rid of it, and I was like, absolutely not. I will take that off your hands because something that my brothers and I at least have claimed over time is. Not that my parents are supposed to go anytime soon, not that we want them to go anytime soon, but 
for reference, a lot of people might, okay, back backtrack real quick. A lot of people in my family have died. I've, I've had, I've experienced quite a lot of loss in my family. It's okay. I'm saying it lightly for this situation, you know, whatever. Basically, we've seen a lot of, th- we've gone through a lot of experiences where people, family members who were the closest of the closest relation to certain people that we've lost start to claim different things as part of like the estate and the will. And you know what I mean? And basically we've kind of joked around about doing that with things in our house. So I was like, okay, I want the piano and I want the red couch and I want this piece of furniture that my grandmother gave my father. Those are like my big three things. So I have the red couch now because my parents are going to get rid of it. And I'm very excited about it because it is stuffed with horse hair. It is this red velvet couch with rose and floral detailing on it. And it is my favorite thing in the world. Oh my God, I love it so much. Sometimes I just like to sit and look at it. I don't even like to sit on it. But it is so wonderful. And I like to think the red, does making my, my, and I've talked about this before, moving around my room, which I did coming back to school for spring semester. And just redoing a room in general, redoing the space that you're in is the best, one of the best ways to like mentally reset, especially if you were in like a bad place previously, because it kind of gets rid of the memories. Because if you come back to a place that's exactly the same as what it was like when you felt really bad or were in a bad place, you're going to be reminded of that and maybe even tempted to turn back to old habits. You know what I mean? So I redid my room, brought in new things, put my bed in a different place, moved everything around. And I feel brand new and it's exciting and it's wonderful. And I recommend the same to you if you can do it. Even if it's like maybe not even getting anything new, but just rearranging things mm -hmm, makes a difference. It makes a difference. Anywho, let's talk about my, hmm, let's talk about my 2022 trends. Yep, 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 yep. So I have a lot of them. I have quite the list, if you will. Basically, trends. Let's start off with fashion because that's going to be majority of the trends that I predict for this year. Have music trends also. I have, what else do I have? I have food trends also. Good Lord. Um, and just activity trends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's dive, she's, she has dove deep. I feel like fashion trends now are going to be more based on silhouette. Hear me out. I feel like this previous year, it's been a lot about patterns. I feel like checkered patterns were very popular and more um, neo art patterns, if that makes sense. And I feel like now it's going to be more about silhouette, how things cling to your body, how collars are shaped and how even heels on on shoes are shaped. We're going to, I feel like we're going to have a lot more geometrical heels. Um, I feel like platform heels, not platform boots but more platform heels that you wear with dresses are coming back in. There's, I forgot who made a shoe. I think it it wasn't Versace, maybe. I don't know. But um, Olivia Rodrigo had wore a pair. And I think Charlie D'Amelio maybe also had worn a pair. But silhouettes, I think that's going to be the highlight of fashion this year. Patio dresses are going to be in, which are basically longer dresses. They don't hit the floor quite yet, but but they're not like a midi dress. But um, they have floral patterns on them. They have a little bit of ruffling. I feel like those are going to be really popular popular in the summer. I think jean shorts are going to be out. Pleated fabric shorts are going to be in. And I think we're going to be going for more of the 60s. I think the 60s is what's going to be coming in. 60s and early 2000s because I think those mesh a little bit. Basically, um, more refined 
style, if that makes sense. And what's another thing? I think neon colors, and this applies to everything, even in de- decor, neon is out. Bright colors, though, are in. And are bright or slash bold colors are in. I've seen a lot of people, and particularly in dorm and apartment, you know, style stuff, like for co- people in college, I've seen a lot of neon, a lot of neon pink, a lot of neon orange, neon yellow. I think those are out. I think they're going to be tacky or considered chuggy, which by the way, chuggy's out, tacky's in. That's the word. Um, what else? I think visible layering is going to come back in slowly but surely. It's not going to be for everybody, but it's definitely going to be a thing. I remember in um, the early 2000s, slash early 2010s, I'm not early 2010s, like 2007, 2008, people would layer different colored shirts and tank tops and they would make it so that you knew that it was there. There was no hiding a bra strap or hiding a tank top strap. You could see the different colors. I don't think it's going to be for everybody. It probably won't even be for me, but visible layering is going to be a thing. And I think in terms of food, mm-hmm, tahini is going to be out and red chili flakes are going to be in. There's going to be a whole lot more of an emphasis on like raw ingredients rather than these branded fun little accents. I don't know why. I just think it's going to be a thing. And like red chili flakes and you toss in some lime sauce and you like mix that around and then you put that on food if you want the tahine flavoring. The tahine is out. Right. Because, and I think branding is again going to be out. We're not, we're, we're not wearing things with brand names on them unless it's, Yeah, no, we're just not wearing anything with a brand name on it. And then, okay, I think that in terms of events, I think estate sales are going to be a new thing. (laughs) Hear me out. I think that people are going to be looking as fast fashion starts to, you know, come to an end along the same, like we've seen this trend of thrifting go up and up and up for the past couple of years. And I think estate sales are that, but on a bigger scale, it's not necessarily thrifting, it's more consignment, but I think those are going to be a new thing because as people get rid of fast fashion or try to get rid of fast fashion or lose those bad habits of fast fashion, people are also going to be going to estate sales to achieve better quality items for their homes, better quality of items for their wardrobe even because sometimes they have clothing there. They're going to be, as we go kind of shifting towards this like early 2000s fashion, 60s fashion slash early 70s, I think there's going to be an emphasis on finding also items to incorporate within the home that mimic that time, if that makes sense. So estate sales, I think that's going to be a really big thing. And like upcycling, stuff like that, you know? And then also 2000, not to jump, like I'm jumping back really quick because I forgot something. 2000s fashion, 2000s charm bracelets. I think charm bracelets, whether they be like the little jingle jingle like Pandora type ones, but not, but not Pandora. It'll be like, the charms will be fun. Little, little charm bracelets or the ones that you could like snap a picture into. I don't know if people know what I'm talking about, but you could, they have, it almost looks like little tiles and you could put different pictures in them. I think that'll be a thing. And what else? Oh yeah. Slugging. That's a trend. And I think it'll stay a trend for a while because it used to be a trend. If people don't remember back in the early 20th century, women used to wear ponds. Actually, it's still a brand. And they used to rub that all over their face, let it sit there and take off all their makeup and everything. They used that basically slugging used to be a thing. Okay. And I think it is it's back now. I'm try I tried start I started slugging 
That sounds so freaking funny. I tried slugging. Um, I started slugging a couple days ago, and I'm going to try it for 30 days and just see if it makes a difference. I've been taking pictures every five days. We'll see, you know? But I think that's going to be a thing. We might lose it once it gets warm outside. Who knows? Um, what else? Oh, yeah. I think hip-hop music. We, I think we go through trends of, of music and which, which music is considered more popular. I think hip-hop music is going to fall to second and second to what I would like to consider outlaw country music, if you will. It's not going to, again, none of these trends are going to be for everybody. That's why they're called trends. But I think there's going to be a larger appreciation for um, songwriters and like authentic songwriters who use their real voice, aka not majority of the people that are in hip hop, not the majority of people who are in traditional country music, pop music. And it's something that falls in line with songwriting. And for example, um, Cody Johnson, country music like that. I think there's going to be a larger emphasis on storytelling and music because people are going to be appreciating more authenticity. Okay. Okay. And I think that's all my trends. Oh yeah. No dinner parties. That's my last one. I think dinner parties are going to become more of a thing rather than having kickbacks and hangouts. People are going to have dinner parties and that'll turn into kickbacks or parties because you come in, you're going to have a nice dinner with friends. Everybody's going to dress nicer and then you're going to have, you're going to kick back and you're going to have fun. And you're going to still do the same events that you always did, but it's going to be amped up a little bit more. Does that make sense? And that's where, you're, that's where you'll wear your party patio dresses and your fabric shorts. And that's all she wrote. Okay, really quick, jumping back to my music production trend. On top of the storytelling slash raw music slash real country music, quote unquote, slash whatever. I think people are going to trend from that into rock and roll like we had in the 70s and 80s and 60s. So think Pink Floyd, think Aerosmith, think um, we've already been kind of going off with Fleetwood Mac, Beatles even a little bit, not really though. I think people are going to go back to that and push that forward. Okay. And uh, last, going back to the silhouette thing, vests, fabric vests. I think those are going to be in too. Anyways, we're going to like out go the corsets and income the vests and blazers blazers have always been a, a, a staple to a lot of people's closets but i think they're going to be more of a thing anyways um i think that concludes today's episode and this week's episode i hope you, I hope you guys enjoyed it so much let me know if you have any coffee recommendations of things for me to try with my coffee because i'm looking to diversify it um 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 not trying to say I'm all the time. Anyways, romanticize your life. Have fun. Go do something fun. Have a wonderful day, wonderful evening, whatever you're doing. And I can't wait to see you guys next week, maybe later this week. I might try and do a little bit more with the podcast. Anyways, I'll see you guys. Love you to death. I don't say that. So take it, take it to heart. I'm not redoing it. Um, Yeah. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.